0: everybody and welcome to my podcast and happy holidays. Merry Christmas whatever it is that you celebrate. Happy that! I hope everyone's having a really fun and enjoyable time. I am really not. This period doesn't always go down well with people for many different reasons. Um, I'm not gonna get into mine now. I'm gonna be getting into mine next podcast and I'll go over that right at the end of this. But yes, um always still try to, you know, be happy, be merry, as merry and as happy as you can. Now, today I am very happy because I'm gonna be talking today about one of my if not my most played playlist. Now, this is, I would say, probably the music I love the most. And it's all broken down into what I would say is close to a decade of, for me personally, the best music that I have ever wanted. And it's, so it's going to be difficult. So the first thing I will say. Is that there is a link in the description and it will take you to a playlist which is not mostly um, the playlist that I listen to now that might sound a little bit strange but let me explain to you let me talk to you now I have a program I have an app I originally decided that I'm going to make a stand and I am not going to use Spotify because I don't agree with their paying practices. And if you don't actually know, then I'm just going to rehash them a little bit for you. When they first went to the record labels and said, we want uh, the rights to to have your music on our streaming service, Um, we'll obviously pay you a fee. The record label looked through the contracts of of most artists' contracts and saw that there was absolutely nothing in those contracts that says they have to pay the artist a single penny for this music being used on a streaming service. So, most record labels pocket all the money for licensing out ...all this other person's materials... ...and the the artists and the band... ...see none of that money whatsoever. At all. Now, I know some bigger names... ...have actually been trying to... ...you know, make this more of of a known thing... ...and they're also getting people to put it in contracts now. Because, obviously, when people like the Foo Fighters... ...sign their contracts... There wasn't streaming services and it wasn't even a concept so for most of people there was no reason it would be written into contracts it's outrageous it's absolutely ludicrous the amount of money that these record labels are making and they're not willing to give any of it back to the artists it's outrageous so i decided i'm not using them i'm just not gonna i buy all my, all my music, I buy CDs, I buy vinyls. In both cases, I rip them both onto my PC and I have a folder on my hard drive which has all my music stored. It is also stored off-site as well. Always have backups. So when I was looking for an equivalent of Spotify, I discovered um, an app. It's called Subsonic. Now, I think it's all one word. I broke it apart, so it's easier to to kind of read. But yeah, it's subsonic. And the way that this works is you have to have your computer on and connected to a network so that you're broadcasting out. What subsonic then does is it sets up your computer as a streaming server. What you then do is you download the app onto a phone or a tablet and you log in with a username and passwords that you set up from an admin point on the PC and then you you have access to all of your music. You can set up your own playlists, you can uh, play randomly, you can search. But like any other uh, music app. But it only gives you access to the music that you have in the shared folder because that's what you've paid for. You can also set the whole thing up to have multiple versions of entry and you can give usernames and passwords to people. So you could set up a whole family thing um, and only give like children access to the music they want to listen to. That kind of thing. I love it. I think it's great. And it gives me direct control, and I know that I have to purchase the item if something new is released in order for it to be on my playlist, because that's how that works. Um, And I feel better for it. Now, I don't have a problem with Spotify. Now I'm older, let's be honest. Whilst I completely disagree with the practice, um, Spotify and all the other streaming services... They're they're still paying. It's not their fault that the record labels are taking advantage of the artists. I don't blame people like Amazon Music, Apple Music, because I'm assuming that they all pretty much have the same kind of contracts with the record labels. However, what that means is... I cannot provide you personally with my playlist because my playlist is on subsonic it's on my app it's on my hard drive so what i tried to do originally and i have talked about this before in um in some of my other podcasts and i'll say it right now a lot of what i'm gonna say today is probably somewhat repeated stuff Because some of the people on this playlist I have spoken about before. But I will try to kind of leave the the, the repeated material as much as I can. I promise. But in this instance, I tried to remake my playlist in Spotify. Predominantly so that I could share it with my brother and my sister. However, some of the songs are not on Spotify. So I couldn't do it. And it is insane that these songs are not on there. Because the artists are. So this playlist, I believe, consists of 28 songs, I think. And of the 28 songs on my original playlist, three of them are not on Spotify. However, all three artists are. But one of these songs, one of the three, I understand why it might not be on Spotify. I get it. The other two, I really don't. One of them absolutely bewilders me. But what I've done is for two of those songs, I have substituted them for another song of similar style from the same artist. For the third song, as much as I, 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 I don't want to insult anyone on this because these are some of my favourite music. I couldn't really find an equivalent, so I've just left it. I've just had to leave it off. And what I am going to do in this podcast is I am going to go through my original playlist, explain why I chose the song I have chosen and and kind of work it out that way now it's actually relatively easy for you guys because the two of the three songs that i've kept in but have substituted is the first and last songs or the first and almost last song so for you it's actually fine the like the whole of the middle is predominantly the same so that's all okay now when it comes down to favourite music, first of all... You know, I've spoken already that I love all music. I I like pop. I like country. I like R&B, drum and bass. Um, I love proper, like, hardcore rap. But I think, obviously, as you would have gathered from my previous episodes... Rock is predominantly my favourite style of music. But I did hear someone say this the other day. I will say I was kind of stuck between... Like, emo rock and heavy rock. And I couldn't decide between which way I was going to go. So I just stayed in the middle. and didn't really fit in with either. And that's kind of where I ended up. Because... I this whole compilation started because there were a couple of artists that I listened to fairly regularly and someone said to me um quite a while ago i would say well over like 10 years ago what would you say of the bands that you pla- that you listen to are their best songs and that really got me thinking um and the conversation carried on over a couple of days and stuff and i basically agreed that i would give them um a short list a short playlist which was going to be um the people that i liked listening to the most with their fav, that with what i consider their best song so that they could listen to all of this stuff And say, okay, if this is supposedly the best music by the best band that you listen to, if I don't like it, then I know clearly that rock is not for me. You know, that that kind of a thing. So I started compiling this list. And what I have found is the list kind of consists of basically two types of songs slash artists. The first one is an artist that I listened to an insane amount, and I frankly struggled to pick a song, but I did. And to be honest, what it always came down to was was one of two songs, and it would either be heavy rock or really depressing rock. Those are the two ends of the spectrum. And a lot of these artists do both. They actually do both songs. So, it, you know, I had to kind of say, well, do I prefer the heavy rock or do I prefer the, the ballady, the more depressing rock? It's one of those two. And I have to pick one and fall on one side or the other. And it goes to show that for me kind of the type of music i've chosen is probably the type of music i prefer from that specific artist the other type of artist i have like one song that i like of theirs or just a very small amount of of music and i don't i don't really listen to much else of theirs but some of their stuff really stands out so that is very much another type. So I'll obviously, I'll go into that when I come to each of the artists. And the final thing that I'm gonna say before we get into this is, I need this playlist first time playing it through to be played in order. Do not randomize it first. And the reason you don't randomize it first is because it's very, very different from beginning to end. And if you're not expecting it, then it's gonna come as quite a contrast between the songs. So especially when you play it for the very first time, I take you on a journey. And that's kind of the point of this whole playlist is it's a journey. Once you understand that, you can then shuffle it and play it as much as you want or play it all the way through from beginning to end every time you listen to it, it's not a problem. But realistically, the first time I would ask, please play it in order first and see if you can understand the journey I took you on or that I was trying to take you on. Because I like to think that it is definitely a journey and I will explain it as I'm going through. And then with all of that done, thank you so much for kind of getting through that because there's a lot to explain about this. If you now um, click on the link, you don't. obviously you don't have to follow it along with me. If you're listening to this whilst moving or whatever, then this is something that you can go back to. Um, or actually, if you're not going to have the playlist open in front of you whilst I'm going through it, I really would like to know how many of these artists did you listen to? And the moment I said their name, a thought in your head went, Oh, wow, I haven't heard them in ages. Because this, my friends, is my ultimate playlist. And it falls between the years of 2000 to 2008. Now, there's a reason for that timing. I was listening to the Kerrang! Radio times like these in the morning and it would be one year and it would have like half of the artists from my playlist and it would be 2005 and i think oh wow i hadn't realized that they were all kind of around at the same time and then later on it would be like half of the artists and it'd be 2001 and i'd be like oh jesus it's all the same people again so i decided to have a little look At when these songs were all around. And they were all within eight years of each other. And I mean a lot of them are all actually closer. I've had to extend it. It used to be 2002 to 2006. But I've had to kind of extend it a little bit to the outside. um, As I've been adding the odd song here or there. But realistically I think I could say 2000 to 2006. But then one or two songs would screw that up. So... You know, 2000 to 2008. So, yeah. So, have a look. Um, and have you can have the playlist open in front of you while you're listening. Or just have a, have a little think. I feel like some of these artists you're definitely probably not going to recognize. Some of these names might immediately make you think, Oh, crap, I know that. Now, what, what did they do? Well, I can probably tell you if that's the band... If that's your response to that band, then the song on the playlist is what they did, probably. Um. So, we'll see how we go. And frankly, I'm actually starting my playlist with a band who I genuinely never thought I would ever listen to. Back in the early 2000s, a song pretty much became the... Like the the ultimate label for female rock fans. And if you were dating someone, this was the song that the man had to buy the woman. Now, now, that might sound very sexist and don't get me wrong. I don't like saying it. I'm just stating facts, right? Right? This song was hated by so many people. It was just—it was just dreadful. It was terrible. It was awful. It was a song by a band called Crazy Town, and the song was Butterfly. You had a group of what looked like really kind of heavy rapping guys singing this really fluffy little ballad about butterflies and how much he loves his girlfriend and it it back then it did not work i mean it did don't get me wrong it was a huge hit it was a massive hit but the the men back then the the fans and supporters of rock music hated that song and I I did not like it. I couldn't stand it. I, I didn't think it was a good song anyway. In my mind, it was just a bad song. This was this was not good. It wasn't skater rock, because I I listened to a lot of that too. Um it just wasn't anything, it was poor. So I completely decided I'm not listening to Crazy Town. My god. I wouldn't you I wouldn't even listen to their album if you paid me. I have no interest whatsoever. Years later someone was listening to music. And it was someone I worked with. I couldn't even tell you kind of any more than that. I just remember someone was listening to something, um, and I said and I have kind of like waved um and they took the earphones out and I said, well, What what you listening to? And they said, oh, I'm listening to Crazy Town. So I turned around and said, "Oh God, really? You're listening to Crazy Town, the Butterfly Band? I thought you were a rock fan." Right, that was genuinely what I said. Um, and and it, and my friend said to me, "No, no, no, I'm not listening to that. They've got a new album out. Um, it's it's fantastic. It's really good. It's called Dark Horse. You should listen to it. Honestly, give it a chance." So I was like, "Oh." I, I, I don't believe you but you know what okay fine if you've got it i'll take it and i'll listen to it oh my god is it is it a good album and i haven't I, and this is what i was saying earlier on i cannot tell you if it is any similar to the album that has butterfly on it because i still will not listen to that album It's a terrible song. I'm not even willing to give it a chance. But my God is Dark Horse such a good album. They released the song, which is on your playlist, as the first song, which is called Drowning. And it's so good. It's such a good song. However, my first song... Is a song that I genuinely need you to go and listen to. If you have only ever heard Butterfly, maybe drown in because it was on um, Kerrang or Scuzz on the TV, but but you didn't you didn't connect that they were the same band or something. But you've never actually heard the Dark Horse album. I ge- I genuinely need you to go to YouTube. You can pause this the moment I finished explaining what the song is. Just pause this right now and go and listen to Crazy Town Decorated. And the reason that you don't have Decorated absolutely bewilders me. Because when you look at Crazy Town's discography on Spotify, it has all their early album. And then it has a whole bunch of singles. And then it has a bunch of later albums. It does not have Dark Horse as an album at all. But it does have Drowning as a single. I don't understand. I don't get how it can have Drowning the single. But not the album that the single came from. I have no clue. I literally have no clue. But... If you are just gonna play this playlist as is, then I would, then that's fine. I've given you a song. It's an equivalent of Decorated and it works, but it's not the ideal song. For me, the ideal song should be Decorated. So go and what what I would suggest, is I would suggest that you play Decorated crazy town decorated on youtube there will be a link in the description then go to my playlist and play it from song two and go forward from there you can always play you can always play the decorated youtube and then just play the playlist and have two crazy town songs it's not a problem because they're both good songs but yeah that is that is definitely an option to do Now, my second song is a female-fronted band whom I've only spoken about a few times. I've never seen them live because they've got a bit too heavy for me. And, I mean, this is basically a good example. This first batch of songs that that I'm going to talk you through that is on the playlist are the heaviest end so we're starting off heavy, fast, strong. Most stuff that was heavier than this, I don't know. I would listen to, but it's not stuff I would listen to all the time. So, you know, it's not, it's not the kind of stuff that you'll find on a playlist like this. And honestly, this band, they're called In This Moment, they've pretty much gone that way for me. I first saw this song. Uh, the song is called "Forever." I first saw this on the TV sh- on the TV stations. Going forward, I will say TV stations. What I mean is Kerrang TV and Scuzz TV. Those two stations. I still do. I just put them on occasionally and just let it play. And I have discovered a handful of music that way two artists specifically on the top of my head are from that specific uh on this playlist i found that specific way and this is one of them basically the song started and i I genuinely was thinking oh this is a cool little guitar riff and then she started singing and i was like oh wow this is really good you don't get women vocals like this that often especially back then so i made a note and um i bought the bought the album i bought the album that forever is on it's a good album it's a really good album i really like it it starts off really strong it gets a little bit heavier as you get through it but i, I still think it's an incredibly good really solid album however As they progressed in their career, it feels like they've got heavier with each release. And I've just fallen out. I'm just, it's not for me anymore. But this song in particular, I love. I absolutely love. And honestly, if you get a chance to watch the video, go and watch the video as well. It's really good. We then have a song that I struggle with to know why i know i feel like it's a song that my brother actually knew it was like a band that my brother knew but i do remember seeing the video on the tv stations however again it's a band that i honestly don't know much about i definitely haven't listened to much more of what they did this is one of those artists who I really love this song. I know very little else. And as I said at the beginning, there's going to be a handful of, of artists on this uh, playlist. Every time I think to myself, you know what? I'm going to go and listen to some of their other stuff. I just can't get into it. I really can't. And it's a shame because coming up, the next artist are an artist that I know everything. Oh my God, do I know everything they've done. So, you know, it, there are definitely some artists that they can... I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But essentially, there are a band called El Nino. And the song is How Can I Live. And this is probably... Well, this song and the next song is a very good example of music that is probably kind of really... It's very, very rock, with some screaming, but not a lot, if that makes sense. So there's, there's the occasional screaming in it. This song, the next song, um, I, I, I very, very nearly had Seven Dust with Enemy here. Now, that also would fit this style of music. It's out around the same time. It's very, very rock, with some screamy bits. You know, it, it, all these songs fit. In the end, I did not put Seven Dust here. They're a bit further on the list. Because I went with... I feel like Seven Dust's more ballady stuff, more sadder stuff, is, is definitely their forte for me. Um, so they're going to be coming up a bit later. But yeah, El Nino, How Can I Live? And this I feel like this is definitely, possibly going to be one of those bands that you're going to probably think to yourself, you know what, I don't recognise this. I don't know who this is. And then the moment you hear it, you might think, oh my God, I do vaguely remember this song. Because at the time, it was everywhere. As was the next... Now, I'm going through relatively quickly because we've got 27 bands to talk about so i'm doing my best but the next band was everywhere in this era 2000 to 2008 they had an explosion they are spine shank now by far their biggest single i believe was new disease so if you kind of recognize them but you're not sure why go and listen to new disease that's probably the song that you remember for me, Synthetic was another one of their big singles. Smothered was their best single for me. That was the one that I loved more than the rest. And I have both albums, actually. You know, the the, the rest of their stuff is, is fine. But I feel like they definitely put their biggest and their best as singles. Um, and yeah, this is definitely um, a big one for me. I'm not really sure what happened to Shank. if I'm being honest. They just kind of faded, disappeared. I don't know. Um, It feels like around 2008. They just, I haven't heard from them since. So that is a shame. Then we have probably the biggest band that I've mentioned so far, and that's Nickelback. Now, before you immediately go, oh, God, Nickelback, trust me, For a moment, first of all, remember which section of the playlist we're on. We're on the heavier rock section. I do not play their, oh, they sold out, their music's on an advert, they're singing about drinking and partying, and oh, I wish I had this money, and all this kind of nonsense. This is a song that not only do I love, but it blew the power of Shepherd's Bush three times. They could not perform the song. They, They did eventually. Now, if you don't know that story, go back and listen to my Nickelback podcast. Because I want more people to understand that the songs that they release aren't always the best songs that they have in their arsenal, okay? I love so much of Nickelback stuff. And when I say that, people are like, oh, God, I hate that band because of... And they list all the songs that are the commercial sellout. I'm using air quotes, commercial sellout type songs. But those aren't the ones I listen to. And Because of You is such a good, hard-paced rock song. It's an example of just, they are good rock performers. And that's such a good song, and it fits in absolutely perfectly here next i come across a band who i will be talking about in a, in in a future podcast because i have seen them live they are the band trapped and the song is stand up now for those of you this could be a kind of a spine shank moment you might think i know the, but i know the name trapped why do i know the name trapped well what i would say to you is when you get a moment go and listen to the song headstrong because that song is probably their biggest single by far as far as i'm aware it got to number one on like the u.s rock charts i believe and like between 2000 and 2008, they had so many good songs with Headstrong, Steel Frame, Echo, Way In, Disconnected. Oh my God, they're such good songs. But this is the song that really stands up for me. Stands up. Um, I, I genuinely didn't make mean that to be a joke, but it is and I'm glad. So, you know, I'm not arguing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a great song and it's so good. And frankly, I don't know many people know the single i think a lot of people know headstrong especially because headstrong was featured in uh the wwe probably the wwf back then still um for like a big pay-per-view run up they had the song i believe they did however yeah these are kind of uh these are band this is a band that i think a lot of people might consider were one-hit wonders because they were known for headstrong and that was it however they did have other singles they had a lot of other singles um and i mean you know they're really good they are you like headstrong there's no reason why you won't like any of the other stuff this for me is the best song they did and it fits perfectly and what we are going to move on to next is a song that's actually made a resurgence recently Thanks to TikTok apparently. Now I will say apparently because I don't use TikTok for no other reason than I just can't be asked. Simple as. I don't care. I don't care and I can't be asked, so I haven't used I don't use it. But I have heard that people have have started to use this song. So much so that it actually got played on Kerrang Radio in the mornings and has started to just reappear on the playlist. It gets played like once a week now, which is crazy that this song has suddenly reappeared. But it is a band called Crossfade and the band is, and, and the song is called Cold. Don't get it confused with the next band. And this is another band. I can't tell you a thing Not one single thing about this band other than this one song. That's it. I have no clue what forever. However, this song for like 10 years was my ringtone. I had this song on my ringtone. And the reason I know that I had this on my ringtone was because... I was listening to Kerrang! in the morning, I was lying in bed, I was being lazy, and I was thinking, I ain't getting up yet, and then they played this song, and the moment the intro started, I sat up, took my phone, and tried to answer it, just immediately, instinctively tried to answer the phone, because the song had started playing, and I was like, oh my god, I haven't heard this in years. My sister also had it as her ringtone. And when I brought up what I had done. She has now got it as her ringtone again now. It's so funny. It's so crazy. I I had it as a ringtone for 10 years. And I cannot tell you another song they did. It's sad. And it's bad on my part as a fan. But I'm telling you. It's a good song. <laughs> um, and it's really good. And you should you should definitely listen to that. But. What we're going to go on to next is probably the last song in what I would consider the heavier end of this playlist. And it's by a band called Cold. And the song is Stupid Girl. Now, Cold are a band who I... um I struggle with, I think. Because... The sto- I, think I've, I think I've told this story before but if I haven't I'll tell it now because ha- we haven't seen them live and as much as I would love to I'm not sure that they're going to come here so I can't guarantee that I will get to see them live although my brother adores them his first ever tattoo was a spider on his forearm for the band Cold so if they come here we are 100% going to see them but we were in Florida and I had did not like cold i had heard of them i did not like them end of story they had just released the album year of the spider and uh this song specifically was getting a lot of airplay on real rock and it was a really good song and i really liked it but when i heard it was cold i was a little bit conflicted because i didn't like cold but this is a good song My brother immediately bought the album while we were there and played it continuously. So I know The Year of the Spider inside out. And honestly, it's a really, really good album. It is really, really good. I don't really like the two albums previously, but I really like Year of the Spider. And then a few years later, they did a different kind of pain, which is so good and then it jumps like 6 years um and then they had one recently but you know very very they're constantly kind of changing and not doing stuff and then they come back and do stuff however i feel like their heavier stuff isn't as good as their just heart crushing ballads some of the stuff that that they've that they've written about and they've sung about are so sad that I've just explained why one song was written, and the person I was explaining it to just burst into tears, just explaining what the song was. I hadn't actually heard the song. Some of the stuff is so heartbreakingly good, but it's really good. However, for me, I love this song. I love Stupid Girl. I love... Because it's still it's still heavy. It's still rock. But it's definitely starting to, to move towards the more ballady end. So it kind of fits here. Because in my mind, not only is this their best song, but it blends between the heavier rock, which is what all the songs have been before, moving on to the style of music that i love more than any and it's definitely a sound it's it's the sound of 2000 to 2008 that's what it is in rock that is the sound and it starts with a band called hooper stank now they are a band that a lot of people believe are one hit wonders in fact when I see One Hit Wonder playlists, I can almost guarantee they are going to be on there with The Reason. But that is their fifth single. Now, whilst, yes, it was probably their, their by far their biggest single. I still don't understand how that classed as a One Hit Wonder. When they have had other singles. They've had other charting singles in other countries. So that blows my mind. It, I don't understand it. And the thing with Hoobastank as well is they do, you know, they do good rock songs. They do good ballads. And then they do slightly weirder songs, (laughs) kind of in the middle. But, you know, I've spoken about them before. I've seen them a bunch of times. And I would happily go see them again. However, they've become a band that I'm not 100% a fan of as much anymore you know i love all their old stuff i really really do but like the most recent album i just couldn't i couldn't click with it it was it just wasn't it felt like it was much more of the slightly doesn't really fit as a rock doesn't really fit as a ballad it's kind of in the middle slightly strange it's just i don't know i can't i can't feel like i can settle on it it's not for me however what i'm giving you here on this playlist i think is possibly the first non single i think everything so far has actually been a single it's been something that was released something that has a video something that you can you might have seen on the tv channels however this is not this is a song called Escape. It is my favorite Hooper Stank song. It is uh, such a good song and it is it is essentially where the sound begins. This is the sound. This is where um, all my favorite music lives in this in the sound that this single has. And again, in my mind, it feels like it's the sound of this specific era in rock. The next song is by an artist that you probably know, but you probably don't know this single, which is annoying, because it was an actual single. Um, So the band are Puddle of Mud, and they're actually really interesting because they did a song called Control. And I love that song. It was, a, it was, a, it was an, a relatively big hit. It was their first single. And I really liked it. I thought, oh, this is a cool band. The next song they did was Blurry. God, did that song explode. And in, in, in large essences, that explains my problem. You have bands that do songs. You have Control and you have Blurry. You have Rock and you have Ballad. And they're both so good. And it's so difficult to compare the two because they're so different styles of music, really. But you can't, you know, in this instance, you have to kind of pick one. I didn't pick either of those. Their third single is what I've offered for you here. It's called Drift and Die. Such a good single. Now, with this, all these songs are off of one album. Their first album probably their biggest album however the song they released after this is a song that i couldn't stand when i got the album but they released it and it became pretty much their biggest single i believe and it's called she hates me or many of you will know it as she fucking hates me and the moment that single was released and i saw the video and i thought to myself oh god they've pulled a nickelback they've done a nickelback they've picked a song that they knew would be big publicly and it's a commercial song but it's terrible it's horrible song so whenever i say oh, you know, you like Puddle of Mud, they'll be like, oh, you mean She Hates Me? Oh, yeah, I love that song. It's so funny. And it's like, no, not that song. No, not that song. And I'm glad to say that the very rare occasion I do hear them on the radio, I hear Blurry more than I hear She Hates Me. So I'm 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 very, very thankful for that. But for those who haven't actually heard the single, uh, Drift and Die, it is very similar to Control. It's much... It's more rockier than it is ballad, but it fits within this sound. It's this style. And then we have theory, or theory of a dead man. The song is point to prove. I spoke a lot about it last time. I think it was. This is the song that, if I'm being honest, I actually changed my song. I can't remember what I had on here before for theory but i changed it to this song from that last podcast actually because i wanted to remember a specific song so i I, when i finished recording the playlist and before then anyway i listened to the artists a lot of the time and i was just going through their first um their first album and the moment this song hit it was just like oh my god this is the song it's the, the music at the beginning, the singing, it's it's perfect. It is absolutely perfect for this, 100%. Then we come across a band who, frankly, I want to know why we do not get on the radio. Because in the 2000s, they exploded to the point where they even did a song, partly with... with Theory, and with Nickelback, all in one big combined song. So the band are saliva, and I don't really know what happened, but they just kind of exploded. In the two th- in the early two thousands, they had a massive single called Your Disease. It was their first single. It was very very big, and then they had Click Click Boom, which was actually referenced in um in on the radio the other day and i question why we don't get them on the radio still um they had they had the song always and that's the song that's on here that was probably their biggest charting single i believe but what most people which is really sad kind of know him for if you know who you're looking for if you know what you're doing A very long time ago, Nickelback released a song called Hero. Now the song was for the original first Spider-Man. And whenever you see the song, it is literally listed as Nickelback Hero. However, there are clearly people in the video that aren't part of Nickelback. And it annoys the hell out of me. No, no, it doesn't. It annoys the shit out of me that people don't understand that the guy that's singing with him, physically singing vocals on this single, is Josie Scott, the lead singer of Saliva. They're their own band. And the guy that's standing to the left of both of them, playing the guitar, is the lead singer of Theory of a Dead Man. (laughs) He's right there. He's, he's, He's never mentioned, ever. Sometimes you might get Josie Scott. They will never say that Tyler Conley is, is a member of another band or anything at all. He's never mentioned once. And it's outrageous that people don't understand that it's not Nickelback. It's free people. You know, but it's fine. It's fine. It's annoying. But yeah, I've put Always Here. I did struggle because their first two albums I love and I played so much. And I kind of struggled to pick a song that was my favorite. And uh, Back In Your System was close. And honestly, that would have fit here too. But I've gone for Always. I think Always works more. Always definitely has the sound. So that works. Works perfectly. And again, just like some of the bands I've already mentioned, they kind of just disappeared They really did. Um, I haven't looked into why, um, but they just kind of vanished, and it's such a shame. But we are going to move on to a band I mentioned earlier, Seven Dust. Because I discovered Seven Dust. I discovered when did I? I don't. I can't even tell you how, but I was listening to their next album. I don't know where I got it. I don't know what song it was. That I was listening to. Um, I knew. A lot of their earlier stuff. I knew Denial. I knew Angel's Son. I knew Enemy. That was a big single for them. However. This album. uh, Next. Was such a big album for me. But it's like 90 percent ballads and for me as much as i like their rockier stuff i think they thrive on their sadder stuff on their on their more ballady on their darker i don't like saying ballads because ballads make it feel like it's a lighter song They, they are not light i like to say they're more depressing songs shall we say and ugly which is the song that you've got is definitely one of their best songs it's it's a fantastic song and it 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 fits right here I was gonna do angel Sun that song depending on how I'm feeling that song can make me cry um <laughs> it was gonna go right at the end and and it will fit with that lot but out of the two ugly just pipped the post so seven dust ugly it's so good and I do actually have a little story about that um when uh after next they released the album alpha and i hadn't heard anything off of alpha at this point but i knew i loved next and it was the the first one of their albums i actually bought and my sister and her husband had gone to florida and they had said to me like is there anything you want me to get and i was like oh that's great honestly yes you can get me the new seven dust album so they said okay cool not a problem when they scanned it in florida apparently the 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 actual record store every time they scan music it loads it up and puts it on the playlist to play over the top of everyone and it just started playing like the first track which is a really heavy rock song And apparently they had to struggle to try and find where it was to turn it down and all this kind of stuff. And it sounds hysterical. Uh, But yeah, so you've got um, Seven Dust Ugly. And it then moves on to a band who are, again, a lot of these bands are good at this. They're so good at kind of thumping rock and really sad, depressing songs. It is Stained. I'm pretty sure I have spoken about them before because I have seen them live. If I haven't already spoken about them, they will 100% be someone I talk about. Um, The song is Runaway. It has not been a single. But as much as I love all of their singles, this song probably... I remember them doing this live. And I think that's why this is my favourite song of theirs. It's a song I remember them opening a concert with, and that in itself is the—that's kind of the thing—is you don't you're waiting, you want to know what's going to happen, and then the intro starts for a song you know, and it all goes crazy, and that's really why I remember this song more than most. So that's why this song is my favourite Stain song, and again, oh, there's so many similar songs that are that came so close Uh, epiphany was almost going to be in here but that would have been at the very end um you know it was it was it was a struggle it really was but this was the song that just had that edge to it and i'm honestly going to say to you now i didn't think that i was going to take this long discussing all these songs i'm loving this however um i'm going to i'm going to have to call that a day i'm going to have to call this part 1 we are halfway through my playlist and we are moving on to the next section as well when i come back the next section we are just going to calm down slightly so what i'm going to do is um i'm going to tell you the next cuz there's we are halfway through There are three sections of my playlist left. And if you want to go away and listen to the whole thing, you're more than welcome to do so. Obviously, you can. And it will help to know what you're getting yourself into before, if you don't want to wait until my next part. So, we have had already the harder rock. Then we had the sound we are then moving into calming down. Then we're gonna go into depressing. And then the final part of the playlist is fucking sad. Now, you, what I want you to do is I actually want you to go away. I want you to listen to the playlist in the description below. And then I want you to guess where are the breaks the very first song that we're going to come in on in the next podcast is the first song in calming down i want you to guess where are the breaks when does it break from calming down to depressing and when does it break from depressing to fucking sad that's going to be your hardest (laughs) of trying to work that out where is that break in the in the playlist Um, And then, yeah, um, have a listen, write it all down for me, and I will see you for the second half next time.